back up, yo. The one in particular, bringing the funk and the flavor, the way that I'm rhyming. I'm running perimeter, speaking it funny. I'm beating, I'm dumb, and I'm taking it life. And I beat the one, I beat him in the game of Scrabble. Wonder why I'm thinking that I'm ever so nice. And I beat the one that never get caught up in a scandal. Cause you know the pros are so precise. And what I be doing impossible. I'ma abolish like all of them. When the button is pressed, I give it to throttle. When all of you when I see tomorrow, when it's sudden death. I'm the one to give it all I got to run it up into a speed. Anybody try to copy, get it smack and I'm ready for the battle. Any moment, any minute, I'm returning to a killer. Any second, I'm a shot and I'm a Buster Rhymes did it pretty fast too in that one song. <laughs> but I feel like I feel like even Buster Rhymes isn't that fast. No, nah, he he's probably the fastest one I've heard. Buster Rhymes? No, Afro. Oh yeah, Afro, Afro. Is definitely. Yeah, yeah, so the guy that intro song was a F R O, and he has like dashes in between his name. Anyways, here we are, episode two. If you made it this far, congratulations! <laughs> <laughs> right, we didn't think we'd make it this far. <laughs> yeah, so we have a uh, we have some topics, we have some segments, some new, some old. Yeah, yeah. Let's jump right into it. Where this is no opinion dismissed. You know what's funny? Last episode, I was calling it no opinions dismissed. So you only care about singular opinions, not all the opinions together. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, it's like you're only limited to one opinion per person, though. I like that. Because <laughs> if you have too much, then you're spamming. There you go. <laughs> Botting my chat. <laughs> Someone's going to domain sit on that and then, I know. And then start, right. a, start a rival podcast that has multiple opinions. Right. Then we got to use Robin Hood to pay them off. <laughs> Robin Hood. If you're listening to this and you don't have Robin Hood... You need to get Robin Hood. Yeah, and that's not even a paid spoke. Like that's, yeah, that's I'm not giving you a referral link. <laughs> Robin Hood is legalized gambling at its finest because they let you do options contracts. They let you buy fractional for free stocks. <laughs> like you can buy fractional stocks. You can buy option contracts. It's 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 a lot more exciting than crypto. I always thought. You know, you always hear about like, oh, Bitcoin's so volatile. How can it ever be, you know, useful and all that? Dude, the stock market is more volatile. (laughs) It's like, it's it's so much more volatile, especially like the contracts that are built on top of the stock market. I mean, dude, these things are super volatile. The the stock moves 1% and then you have these contracts move like 20%. 10 10 or 20, yeah. Yeah. I almost feel like if you don't know what a option is on Robinhood. So Robinhood is a... You can. It has an app. You can download it on your phone. You can download it on your computer. It's free. Let's repeat that. It's and free. if you if you if you download it, then you can get your friends to download it, and then you all, and everyone gets like five dollars each or something. No, you get a free stock. You get like a free five dollars. One of my stock. friends actually got an Apple stock. No way. Before the split, yeah. No way. He was yeah. one of the lucky point one percent. Tell me about it. I wasn't him. I was pissed. <laughs> Jeez. So here's the deal you probably know about like stocks you probably know okay you can buy sell stocks whatever you probably know about like index funds you know you just like oh i don't know what the market's going to do i'm just going to buy index fund okay let me just break down because before Robinhood, i didn't even really know what an option was these option contracts these option contracts you're limiting it's it's a little bit different than margin trading because you're limiting your losses based on the contract value. So if you're buying like a contract, and granted, a contract is going to be, I have the opportunity to buy 100 shares of whatever stock. So if you buy uh, an option contract for Apple, you're actually just buying the contract, which could be like how much would an option contract for Apple be? For Apple? Shoot. 
last couple thousand dollars or something. No, I did this morning. It was like nine hundred. Okay, so 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 you buy like a contract for nine hundred bucks or whatever for Apple, and then you know, obviously for other stocks like Ford, for instance, you can buy contracts as little as a hundred dollars. Because what they're or sorry, 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 sorry. No, 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 no. no. I meant one dollar. Oh yeah, yeah. Because one dollar contract. Sorry, I'm getting my orders of magnitude mixed up a little bit. So you can buy these, you know, for like less exciting stocks. You can buy these contracts for like as little as a dollar. But essentially, what these contracts do is they allow you to buy 100 shares. You, it gives you the opportunity to lock in a price to buy 100 shares of this stock. So you get the privilege of buying 100, you know, shares of this stock at a certain price. So if you lock in, like, hey, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna buy the contract. To potentially be able to buy stock at a certain price, mm-hmm. if that's you know if the price of the stock goes really high and you locked in a low price, then you get to profit whatever that difference is times a hundred. Right, because like that imagine, correctly? yeah, you're explaining okay. it perfectly. So, so imagine mm-hmm. if you had to pay actually buy a hundred shares of like let's say Apple, that's a hundred and twenty five dollars a share this morning. So like that yeah. would be a hundred and twenty five thousand so dollars you would have to buy. Well, a hundred times a hundred, it'd be like ten thousand some bucks. Yeah, yeah, ten thousand. So, like, so, sure. so, yeah, you have to have like a lot of liquidity. This, like, to me, the options give poor people the chance to gamble, like rich <laughs> as, people, as if they're rich people, <laughs> and 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 minimize their their losses uh, on the mm-hmm. you know, on on the on the risk, which is kind of interesting because it's different than getting like liquidated because like normally like when you trade on margin like on some of these exchanges or whatever right. if you get liquidated uh that means like hey it you know you're done it, it <laughs> that contract ends and you have to pay out right for these contracts for the stock market it could go to zero and you could just wait and the stock <laughs> might go back up you know right. <laughs> like like your contract might become worthless true it might it might go down to one penny but then you just you can wait. You you don't ever get like liquidated. You can get like a worthless paper. Uh, no. You can get like a worthless contract, mm-hmm. but you never have like there's no there's not this like idea of getting liquidated, right? Mm-hmm. Anyways, that's I, I don't know. Robinhood is the it's it's a gambling website. It's a gambling <laughs> app. It's it's great. It's um it's gambling in real life. Like you can <laughs> gamble in pick, real life. <laughs> you can pick where you want to gamble. Uh, what Tesla talked about that they put chips in pig heads and now their stock was. <laughs> What aftermarket like 20, 25%? I wait, what? Tesla? Oh, you didn't know about that? that wait, Tesla no, 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 no. Neural networking. No, maybe. you're saying they're 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 putting chips in the pigs' brains, but that made the stock go up? So I think it's a coincidence, but they're doing this neural networking, and essentially what they think is I can put a chip <laughs> in a human brain and I can download information. They started testing on it with a pig, and today the stock was up. So as long as you know that's a, a possibility, then I feel yeah. Because you can make money just as quick as you can lose it. Like, oh yeah, yeah. You just gotta pick right. <laughs> okay, so I wanted to bring up something. So we, you know, how we talked about the rules last podcast. Yeah, I think I was a little bit too quick to kind of introduce those rules. I, I think they need to be a little bit more natural. All right, uh, and and to give you some background, there's this really cool podcast called Bitcoin Uncensored, right. and they had like these rules. Have you have you ever listened to that podcast? I actually never heard of it. So it, it's it's not running anymore. It, oh. It's like it was like the most popular Bitcoin podcast back in the day, but um, it's like no longer running. It had like these iconic rules, and that's where I was kind of getting inspired from. Their their first two rules were, "You're an idiot," <laughs> and then the second rule was, "I'm an idiot." Mm. So it's pretty much like literally everyone is an idiot. 
But if everyone is an idiot, you have to also point the finger back to yourself and say, well, I'm probably an idiot too. So it kind of is like this humbling kind of thing. And it was kind of funny because they would talk about rule one and rule two. And, and, and I this, feel like that should be our rule. As well. <laughs> <laughs> that was very, those two really good rules. <laughs> you want to steal those rules? <laughs> if they can't sue us, sure, why not? <laughs> I don't, you, you, yeah, you want, you want to just take their first two rules? Yeah, I really like those. I, 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 okay, cool. Then we'll we'll just start with those two. <laughs> yeah, and then we'll put parentheses. Shout out to Bit, uh, what is this? Bitcoin uncensored. Yeah, Bitcoin uncensored. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what's funny is their third rule is markets markets are efficient, which pretty much means they disagree with what we're doing with Robinhood. <laughs> so we'll just ignore their rule three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh-huh. cool. Okay, <laughs> we'll just take what we want from them. Exactly. Okay, perfect. Now that you know you're an idiot. Yep. You also know I'm an idiot. Correct. We can we can continue from here. Yeah, I think we already knew this though. <laughs> you know what we should you know what we should make rule three? What? Even though we are idiots, we should not dismiss opinions via the Ooh. the kind of like the the matter of the podcast. So even though literally everyone is an idiot and everyone has dumb opinions, we shouldn't just automatically dismiss dismiss those opinions. How's that sound? I like it. Okay, so our rule three is uh, we start to deviate. We forked. <laughs> we forked their rule set at, uh, at block height three. Speaking of block height, today's podcast is brought to you by block height 646,196, okay. mined by Ant Pool. So, what? Okay, I know about Bitcoin. I know about blocks, but what exactly is that? Like, you talk about it so much. What is the block height? Okay, so block height. All right, are you familiar with. Uh, are you, so you're familiar with like blockchain and like how there's blocks coming through. Of course, but like for right. our listeners, give a quick little synopsis sure. of the blockchain. Sure. So blocks on Bitcoin are found roughly every 10 minutes. And this started back in 2009. So since 2009, roughly every 10 minutes, there's been 646,000 blocks. And some, what some people do is they use that as a timestamp. So instead of saying today is August, you know, whatever, to 2020... People are saying, "Hey, the uh, today's date is block height four hundred or six hundred forty-six thousand one hundred ninety-six, wow. or something, you know, along yeah. those lines." And you know, whether that takes off or not is really to be determined. But you know, hey, one day, you know, end maybe, of times, who knows? Yeah, you know, like <laughs> governments fall apart, civilizations crumble. Hey, we still have this time keeper. It fell apart at block height yeah. 604. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the end of American civilization ended at block height 700,000. Put oh, in your puts. <laughs> oh, dude, speaking of calls and puts. Uh, oh, my God. Today was so funny with the Zoom call. Oh, my God. Yes. Talk about that one. That was funny. <laughs> no, you, you, you like, like right. hey. Uh, so today I told... Um, <laughs> I put it in the group chat. I said, hey, I'm going to do a Zoom call today. And Tidwell says, oh, okay, what's the link? And I was like, <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm doing a Zoom call. And then I put a screenshot of me actually making something called a call, which is I, I think in the market that Zoom price was going to go up. So then he was like, oh, a Zoom call. There you go. I got it. <laughs> yeah. So for the people who are Robin Hood financially illiterate or just in general, like trading illiterate or your group agree with group uh, of rule one (laughs) (laughs) yeah if you if you if you fall into the realm of rule two where you know that you're an idiot you can (laughs) listen to me um a call is when you buy is is pretty much bullish you're you want to buy something you think will go up puts or you think it'll go down you want to sell okay anyways is that simple 
All right. So now that we got that, we can we can kind of officially start. Yeah. So this this week you didn't want to do are you more uh, African or American, which was oh. my favorite segment. But we'll <laughs> we're definitely gonna bring it back. We'll we'll bring it back maybe next week. Right. Okay. Right. Cool. So instead of that, what are we doing today? We're gonna do. Let's see. Uh, CIS America. We're gonna talk. We're gonna see what you know about crime here in America based on race. Okay, so I feel like I'm not. I feel like. <laughs> how do you think I'm gonna do? That's my. Do you think I want to get all, a lot of these? Um, I think some are gonna trick you. I definitely know that. We should. We should put up. Like, do you think I'm gonna get at least fifty percent of these questions? It's only five. So. Oh, so I need. Oh. To get, okay. Do you think I'll get at least two? I think you'll get two. I know you'll get two. All right, I'll shoot for three. Okay. All right, that's my goal, to get at least three, three of these right. Okay. I actually think you're going to try and not... You know what? I'm just going to... No, I want to try to get them. All right, all right. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to... I want to do my best. Because you, right. you, gave your, you gave your best for the for the, yeah, for the Disappointingly. <laughs> disappointingly, <laughs> I gave my best. <laughs> okay, so go all for right. it. So question mm-hmm. one. Black people commit less than 100 more... Total murders than white people in America, and these stats are from 2018. Okay, I'll repeat it one so, more time. Wait, 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 hold on. So, so just, just all these questions that you're going to ask me are going to be about CSI America, like yep. murder crime stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's going to—is it going to focus mainly on black people? It's both black and white. Okay. It's comparing black and white crimes. Okay, so crime. so repeat the question. You you all threw right. out too much info for me. So black people commit less than 100 more total murders than white people. And okay, I'm not doing black. percentage. Okay, 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 okay. You're saying, okay, so let me reiterate, just make sure I understand. Uh-huh. Out of all the murder that happens in America, uh-huh. the total amount that black people do is less than white people by at least 100. Uh-huh. Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. That's no, very... no, black people commit less than 100 more total murder. So black people commit greater than or less than 100 more murders than white people in a year, in 2018. Because that's what the stats were. They don't have 2019 or 20. Okay, so so I, I have to say I have to say greater than 100 or less than 100. Yeah, greater than 100. Do you think? I would say because there's not that many black people compared to white people. I would say less. Is is it more? I would say less. That's my final answer. Less. That is true. But what's crazy is that they actually because the yeah, numbers are this though. Okay. So it is less than, but it's black people commit 2,600 murders, and this is a, just of 2018. Black people created, uh, had, created, they created had, jobs. Black people had 2,600 murders, and white people had 2,677. Even with the fact, oh man, that's close, right? Even with the percentage that I you was, just said, I was thinking that white people would be like at least double. You would think so with the numbers. But, you know, Detroit screw, skews those numbers really hard. I was about to say, there's certain, there's certain places. Chicago. The, these spikes are high. Yeah, Chicago. <laughs> if you get if you take out the outliers, like like some of the northern cities, yeah. I bet you it's like but you a have lot like, different. You're talking about like <clears throat> population and you're talking about um, how much money is in certain communities. Like you see like you see trends. Poor Man, people I'm surprised kill a lot. That, you know, it's you know, it's crazy it's it's that close what's i know the, what's it blows my mind because it's 13 percent black in america and then it's like 70 or 80 percent white in america okay so roughly you said 70 yeah well, it's like i want to say like 70 80 i have to like really look it up but i know we're 13 percent. i remember we still have four other questions <laughs> 
Uh, 72%. So there's roughly five and a half times more white people than black people in the U.S. And it's 77. And it's almost even on murder. Almost even. It's crazy. Why are y'all so violent? Uh, I don't think it's a violence thing. I think it's a... (laughs) No, but I do. But but you you make a good point because, like you said, Chicago, Detroit, Phillies, Mm. you know, those are predominantly poorer areas, but they have high concentrations of black people. Okay. So I think it could explain a lot of it. So speaking of murder and death, I'm killing it right now, one for one. You're one for one. Okay. Now, this is another question. Black juveniles commit more than 10,000 robberies per year. In America? All of America? In all of America. Black juveniles. <sighs> What's a juvenile? Less than, than 18? Less than 18. So 17 or under? 17 under. Hmm. So you can't really In rob... all of America, 10,000 robberies. You can't really rob a place until you're at least 12, right? <laughs> so we're really talking about like 12 to yeah, 17. Yeah, right. 12 to 17. So like a five-year reign? <laughs> yeah. Okay, what of... Uh, Sorry, I'm so slow. I'm, dude, remember rule number one? Everyone's an idiot. So I, I, you have to repeat that for me. <laughs> so no, juveniles yeah. commit less than... Is it, is it just like... Commit ju- more than. Black okay. juveniles commit more than 10,000 robberies per year. Is that true or false? What's a robbery? Is it like... like you it just said robberies and that's all I'm okay. thinking with. <laughs> okay, we can't define what a robbery is. It, this is from FBI.com. Okay, so a robbery... Can I can I look up the definition of robbery on Google? Just like Google what no, robbery is? No, because you know is? the definition of robbery. No, because is it no, like bank gonna... robbery, car theft? It's all of it. All robberies. <laughs> is, is stealing a car a robbery? Yes, it's a robbery. But does someone have to be in the car for it to be a robbery? It's kidnapping and robbery. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, God, when do when do when do kids become? I'm trying to think of high school. How many kids stole shit in high that school? That does count too. Um, Stealing shoes—that's a robbery, man. I feel like maybe juveniles do steal a lot, but I don't know. Ten. I would say true. Let me go with true, just for the hell of it. You're right. It's true. Okay, More what's the number? 10,000 robberies. 11,100. Oh my God, that's so close. All okay, right, now. That was hard. Okay. Yep. Now that brings us to question number three. White juveniles commit more than 10,000 robberies per year. Ooh, true or false? That's a tough one. I'm going to go with true again. Ooh, you're going to go with true? Uh, I just think about all the white kids that are like so poor. <laughs> like on the countryside, maybe? I didn't even think about that. I'm going to go with true again. That is false. Oh, 5,800. I should have had more faith in my fellow <laughs> white brother. 5,840. That's the number oh, of robbers man. in 2018. Now, this is where it's going to get I real didn't, tricky. You, you know, I didn't have faith in children. I think that's, <laughs> I think that's the problem. I didn't have faith. I just... <laughs> if you're right. a juvenile, you get near me, I automatically think you're a criminal. Mm-hmm. So, this is going to be interesting because of number one. Okay. Black people commit more aggravated assaults than white people. Mm, I mean, I feel like every... I feel like there's so many... Aggravated assault could be against your wife, right? That's domestic. I don't know. I have no idea. This is FBI, though, so maybe they counted it. Maybe they didn't. Can I look at what... I mean, what is, what's the definition of aggravated, aggravated assault? assault? is like a fight. Ah. <sighs> You know, you beat beat somebody that you know, not a felony, but dude, know. these are hard. I know. I never even thought about this. All right, what was the what was repeat it? Black people commit more aggravated assaults than white people. Well, 
they rob more. I mean, based <laughs> on the last ones, they commit more murder. <laughs> Their juveniles are robbing more, according uh-huh. to the stats. I mean, if I go with the trend, I would say yes. If that's, I go with the trend. That's false. <laughs> Damn it. I'm trying to use logic Black here. Black people had 100 and, uh, 133,330 uh, aggravated assaults, and white people had 245,050. Wait, what was the difference? About 100,000. About 100,000? Yeah. But based on ratios, <laughs> uh, I don't know. That's too great. So, so well, see, what that tells me is white people solve their problems without murder. <laughs> Right, we just take it to the extreme, <laughs> which is kind of ironic because you would think black people would do that more. No, black people are like, I'm not fu- not fucking I'll be coalition. No, I'll be I will honest. fucking murder you. I'll be honest, but we always do we, in the black community. We do have this thing: is if I beat you up, I don't want you to come back for me. So when you pull oh a gun on somebody, you finish it because oh, you don't wow. want them coming back for you. Y'all are, that's what they say. If you pull a gun, you gotta finish it. <sighs> Like a true cop. Yeah, it's not like shooting in the leg. Nope. <laughs> like a true cop. Y'all, y'all, y'all shoot like cops. Pretty much. <laughs> okay, right. so this is the last question. I have to get this right to hit you my do. goal. You do. Okay. Do you think you're going to do that? I have a 50-50 shot. That's, I mean, very, that's very true and or false. <laughs> <laughs> Black people account for greater than 70% of America's ter- total murders. Black people account for greater than 70% of America's total murders. Well, I know that's false because the first question. False. All right. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> See, I used, I used logic on that one. Yeah. Okay. Good so what, what, what's the breakdown? So it was 69% to 27%. White people to black people. Wait a minute. I'm confused. I thought earlier we said the black to white difference was like only a couple, like 100 deaths. Yeah, that is... In 2018. So, let me show you. My bad. That was supposed to be all offenses. <laughs> Sorry, I meant to say all offenses. Oh, I don't know man. why I said murders in well, here. Well, if, if I got... all offenses. Okay, so so pretty much you you handed me that one because yeah, uh, yeah. if I got that one wrong, I would have been like, well, wait a minute. And then you'd be like, oh, I meant all offenses. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. So, definitely all offenses. So, I meant... To, I, okay, even though I butchered that it's, question... It, it's kind of like a disqualification, that last is. one, you know? It kind of is. But 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 it's it's crazy because like we think of black people doing like so much crime like as far as like it's just so crazy. But then according to the stats, like as far as all offenses, it's twenty seven percent, which is actually understandable because of the fourteen percent population yeah. to the sixty nine. Yeah, they're 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 definitely punching above their weight class. Right, it's above the weight class, yeah, but not as bad as what people it's are. It's a so. it's a it's a two hundred percent. You know, it's like 200% represented off off of their 13%. They represent 26%, right? Mm -hmm. Roughly? Yep. Okay. Cool. What's the Asians at? I'm curious. Asians? Oh, Do they have negative? All offenses, (laughs) 149,000. And we were in in the two millions and the seven millions. So, like, murders were 160. 160 compared to, like, 2,600, 2,700. Robberies are a thousand. Yeah, they're by far the least. Like in everything, aggravated yeah. assaults are eight thousand. The highest thing that has is is drug abuse. Really? You you know what's crazy? Drug abuse violations are white people one million one hundred sixty seven to black people's four hundred and forty six thousand. I'm actually shocked at that one. What would you? What What did you think? You thought black people would be much higher? 
I did because of the drug, <clears throat> because of the culture a little bit. Yeah, you, uh, you have to remember. You know, we have. Uh, uh, you have to remember all the moms on opioids or or on like Xanax. Yeah, and of stuff. course opioids. But then I also account the, for the fact that marijuana is considered a uh, a drug. Oh, which, which like so everyone like in California thinking, smokes. Right. So thinking just with that part, I'm just like, that's pretty much every black person I know. <laughs> like, Wait, you don't know one black I, person that doesn't smoke weed? Me. Are you like the only person you know? Me and Tristan and my... Braxton? I plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to incriminate any people. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Well, I mean, it's about to become legal. Hey, no, right? of course he doesn't. It's about no. to become legal, I think, everywhere. Yeah, of course. Okay, so that was cool. I felt good about that. Three out of five. Yeah, yeah. You I mean, kind of goal. like an asterisk. Yeah, I gave it to you. Yeah, I accidentally gave it to you. Accidentally gave it to you. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. man. Appreciate that. <laughs> so that. So uh, next week, we'll we'll go back to me questioning you. And America. Yeah, I'm going to study some Africa. <laughs> Dude, you have to start studying random study. things because I'm not going to tell you the topic. Oh, uh, no, you're not. Okay. So, you want to... <laughs> so, I, I know I know we both know this now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay, you know what I'm going to say. I already know what you're going to say. <laughs> start with a K. <laughs> yes, it does. All right. So, uh, last week, uh, we weren't really prepared for the Jacob Blake thing, and we accidentally called him kenosha but that's like the name of the city right now that i think about it, i was like how dumb is that um anyways you know rule one everyone's an idiot yeah you know? so uh and rule two too yeah no i mean we we, we realized <laughs> rule two there um yeah jacob blake got shot seven times he's paralyzed he's still alive man whoa i know dude that guy has a will to live i know and he was shot in front of his kids so maybe that you know he was fighting for his probably fighting for his kids What's happening right now in Wisconsin? A lot of rioting. A lot of... I would say a lot of protests that are turning into riots. Yeah. Because, um, you know, when it comes to protesting, I'm starting to notice, like, a lot of times, even if it is peaceful, tear gas still manages to come up. So, of course, naturally, it pisses people off, and then they go out and do other things. So, I, I made our account tweet this out. So, if, if you want to follow us on Twitter, we're NOD underscore podcast, nod podcast, no opinion dismissed podcast. I retweeted this thing from Fox 6, which I, maybe is like a local news place or whatever. Uh, Kenosha police arrested 175 people from 44 cities since the unrest began last week. So, it says 44 cities, so I'm guessing Kenosha is a big city that has smaller cities in it? or Because uh, it says Kenosha police. Cities. It's probably surrounding cities. People coming in to protest. Okay, well, maybe. okay, interesting. Well, it says Kenosha police arrested 175 people since the rioting. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's a lot know. of people to arrest. Right, but I don't even know if... Uh, imagine if really yeah. 100 and... What, what do you say, 175? Yeah. Imagine if 175 people were really out there rioting. Would there any, be any more of a city even left? I think a lot of those arrests come from protesters, and they consider them as rioters. Well, I didn't say rioting. Oh, but you did that. No, well, I just said... Well, maybe I did. Kenosha yeah, police arrest 175 people... I said since the unrest began. Oh, since the unrest. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, well, I, I mean, if you, if, if you, I mean, you can. It's kind of like I think the assumption is this is because of protesting and rioting. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they could have very well just arrest 175 people. I and think then, they like, just arrest protesters. That's what yeah. I personally think. 
That's a lot of people. Because they were saying that was happening here in Atlanta. I heard from a, a lot of sources that they were arresting protesters. And even um, lawyers down here were going pro bono on a lot of those cases. Yeah. They were wrongfully arrested. Now, if you've broken the Linux, that's a whole different story. <laughs> Where'd you get those uh, shoes? Where'd you get that, that handbag? <laughs> it's probably a guy who went in Linux. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so the other crazy part... What was the guy's name? The the 17-year-old guy? Did you catch what his are you name? About? Wasn't he in Kenosha? He shot the three people? Oh, the young guy. yes. How Rittenhouse. Yeah, Rittenhouse. That's it. Yeah, that guy, dude, 17 years old. How many 17-year-olds do you know can kill three people and then get away? You know, whether it's legal or not, like, yeah. it, seems, it seems like he's probably going to walk. Yeah, and, and it's weird how the whole situation took place because... Okay, I'm not even going to debate if it was self-defense or not because I personally do think it was in a, in a form self-defense. But as a 17-year-old, you had an AR, which was, a, you know, and then you took it across state lines, which is another issue. So it's like... He was like looking for a fight. Yeah, it's not even that part, but you broke two laws already. One's, one's federal. <laughs> What's the federal offense? Taking bringing a, a gun? gun without a license across state lines. You still do you need, need a license a, if you, you're going to take a gun across state lines. I thought you just need a license for a pistol. You don't need a license for a rifle. If you're taking across state lines, I, I thought you did, didn't you? I know a, 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 a rifle and a shotgun, you don't need to carry it with a license as far as like walking down the street and stuff. But mm-hmm. I think if you take it across state lines, you do need a, a license. Interesting. Um, maybe we can fact check ourselves on yeah. that. I'd be. I don't really know. Because as a gun owner, that's what I always assume. That's why I never took any of my shotgun across the lines. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have no idea, but I think I heard like his mom dropped him off. Yeah, that's crazy. It's like okay, with the, with the AR, <laughs> okay, son, have fun. Right. <laughs> I I packed you a lunch. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, to so, protect businesses, apparently. Well, that's what it was supposed to be for. Did he go with businesses. anyone? He was with a group of, of adults who also had Okay, uh, so he wasn't guns. by himself. He was he was with a group. Right. Yeah, where was like the group a, in the video? Group. Yeah. Where, where was the group in the video? They were there earlier. So what So he sticked around. So what happened was this. They um there was the guy who got shot, the short ball head guy. He was arguing with him before or the arguing with the whole group beforehand. Like yeah, because they, they were like, get out of here, protesters, blah 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 blah. And they were like, we can protest all we want to, blah 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 blah. So I guess things got heated. I guess one of the guys threatened to shoot the ball head guy. And he was like, oh, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then he's arguing. He picks up something and throws it. They talk about it was a mazel tov, but it was literally a plastic bag. And he threw it at some people and started, you know, oh, being all aggressive. And then everybody was like, all right, whatever. So then I guess him and Rittenhouse had more words. And then there we go. He shot him. I mean, but he was attacking him, though. I will say that. The ball head yeah, guy was attacking. I don't, attacking I don't think we have any dispute that it was self defense. Right. Like he was obviously being attacked and he defended himself. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like one of those things where it, it just seems a little like why was he there in the first place kind of thing. Of course. I think what I'm curious about where was the rest of the militia or where was the rest at of his time. buddies? Right. Where what where were they? I have no idea. Because at that attacking because it seems like it I seems like see if them. you had more people you wouldn't have to resort to deadly force right. But if you're by yourself, you kind of have to. And that's what happened. Right? So, so that's how the other two people got shot. 
Um, one guy, so after he shot that guy, they were like, get him because he just shot and killed this guy. So they're chasing after him to disarm him. And he shot two people. He shot two more people. One guy who had the skateboard, he was trying to like shield himself and tackle him and take the gun. Those guys didn't know rule. He shot him. And then the other guy pulled out his pistol and then he shot the guy who pulled out his pistol. Those guys didn't know rule too. (laughs) Right. It's like, hey, this, this guy just shot someone. I should chase him. Because right. he's definitely not going to shoot anyone else. Crazy. I didn't if understand you, that logic. If, if you have the guts to kill one person in self-defense, you have the guts to kill two yeah. or three. And you want to know something? That wasn't even the crazy part of the whole story. You want to know the crazy part? The guy who got his bicep shot off? No. That, this is after. But after, it was even crazier. Wait, 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 wait. After the third guy got hit? Uh-huh. So I Okay, so I think I saw some of the video. He was like on his back. Or like he was like yeah, struggling yeah. on his back and then he like shot him. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, okay, so after that. So after that. This okay. th- this blew my mind until I actually watched the video. That shooting happened, I swear to you, 50 feet from the cops. He After he shot him, he stood up and he started walking down the street. And of course, the cops heard the gunshots. That was known. And the guy with the rifle is walking towards the cops. With his wait, hands wait, wait, hold on. Guy or child? Kid. The, chi- the child. Because right? Rittenhouse. Kid. Yeah, so Rittenhouse was walking towards the yeah. cops. With his hands up, with the AR wrapped around his neck, and was able to go home. Yeah, he dude. turned himself in the following day. Yeah, he his, didn't get arrested his, at that night. So, 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 if anything, you're saying we should take note. If you have an AR-15, <laughs> put your hands up in the air and don't touch your AR-15. Right, but if you see, <laughs> but as a cop though, you hear gunshots go off. You see a guy with the AR walking towards. Did you, you see the video of him with his hands up walking towards the cops? Yeah, he was walking towards. Did the, the cops, cops have their guns drawn? They said nothing. He literally walked right past them. There was nothing. It was like no interaction with the cops. He was just he walked past the truck. So is your cops. is your assumption is if he was black, he wouldn't be able to do that? Boy, yes. There's <laughs> <laughs> no way. If I did, they would. They they the cops would be like. Which 17-year-old child did you steal that AR-15 from? <laughs> <laughs> Only 17-year-old white kids are allowed because, with AR-15. Right, but but issues like this, like in the black community, it's like with Tam- Tamir Rice, who got shot in like five seconds of having a toy gun. It's like, oh, yeah, dude. the drive-by. The are you talking about the kid? Yeah, the child. Let's not even say kid. He was eight. He was like eight or nine. That's a kid. Yeah, child. Okay, child, <laughs> yeah. whatever, like... Yeah. Uh, like oh man yeah so they pulled up saw him with a toy gun and shot dude but did you ever have a bb gun I, if you want to know something funny my mom never let me have a bb gun for this exact reason okay so in my neighborhood i feel like i feel like most kids had bb guns mm-hmm. right all right and we had pistols bb guns that looked like real guns yeah co2 and no, well, you just kind of crank oh, it. The crank it? Oh, wow. And then you shoot a BB. Oh, okay. I thought you had CO2 BBs. And, um, no, it wasn't any of those fancy, like, CO2 cartridges. I know what you're talking about. I, we never had those any look of real. Those look real. Yeah, we never had any fancy ones like that. But, you know, having a BB gun was, like, not weird. And, you know, you, like, pump it, like, <laughs> and then shoot, you know? All right. Uh, yeah, we used to shoot each other with them and... My parents, I swear to you, never yeah. let me have one. And the oh, first time I had a BB gun is when I went to college and we were playing with plastic BBs over the Christmas break because nobody was there. It was the basketball team. Nobody was there. So we had BB gun wars in the dorms. That was the first time I've ever had a BB gun. Oh, man. BB guns at close range? Those guys. They were plastic. Hurt. 
Oh. They were plastic and they were battery power, so it didn't hurt. You just okay. knew you got hit. Oh, well, you're, ta- yeah, you're talking about more like, um, what's the name of it? There, there's oh, airsoft. Yeah, yeah. You're so talking I about airsoft. Air, so I didn't have a BB gun. Yeah. I've never had a BB gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're talking about airsoft. Yeah, you're right. What, what was the fascination with airsoft? What the hell? Why were so many kids into airsoft? Call Is it that Duty. much fun? Call of Duty. Yeah, it, it, I'm not going to lie. It was. It's kind of Call of Duty, but real life. Dude, I feel like people, <laughs> kids, like 16 years old, put so much money into airsoft. Yeah. I never understood it. I don't either. But I feel like I, under, I understand paintball. Understand paintball. It's like a sport. But you don't get dirty and you don't have to be super hot wearing all those clothes. But like airsoft is like a sport or something? Yeah, it is. It's like a sport. What's but this what's this country coming to? So I don't know. What's so what what is what is uh what's the final take on uh what's going on in Wisconsin? I think the the it, cop that oh, oh sorry. Uh, oh, go ahead. The, the so do, do you know about the cop who shot uh Jacob? I don't know too much about him. So he was a bicycle cop. What? How in like how degrading <laughs> is it to get shot by a bicycle cop? That's like almost getting like shot by Paul Blart. <laughs> get shot by the mall. By he the got mall shot police. by like the mall cart guy, like equivalent on like a Segway. Uh, so why was that guy? I'm just curious. Like, why was that <laughs> cop even in that situation from the get go? Like, what? Because I know it was like a I don't fight know. that Jacob was trying to. I don't break know. Up. I feel like I. I feel like. Uh, it should be easy to know why the cops were there in the first place. Because they weren't just randomly That's a there. That's question. I know. I heard it was a fight between two other, I want to say females. You, it, don't quote me on that. I, it was a fight between two other people and Jacob was there breaking it up, which is the crazy part. And it's somehow he got into, into this altercation in uh, front of his kids. So who called the police? I have no idea. The police weren't just there randomly. Not that many. Mm-mm, I have no idea. No idea. I'm, I'm, but then, yeah, it's it, so much. So much to unlock in that case. Um, but yeah, the, the cop's name was Rustin Shelsky. 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 Uh-huh. Do you have his name? Oh. Yeah. Bike. He's on the bike squad. He's on administrative leave right now. The And then the other he's weird part. He's not arrested? The, the cop? Yeah. I mean, the cop very well might have been... See... I, I don't like to jump to conclusions. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the protocol was for him. Him going to the car might have gave him the right. You know, whether you agree with the law or not, mm-hmm. or you know, whatever their protocol is. Sure. I don't know whether or not he broke it. You know what I mean? But it, it's. But this is my question. You, I would rather disagree with the protocol than disagree with you know. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. But but if if a law is supposed to be universal and across the board fairly, right? No. <laughs> Where are you getting that from? <laughs> so okay, so you're saying a law is supposed to be like that. Supposed to be like okay, that, right? Sure. So, in all honesty, if you answer this question to me with the cops are above the law, I'll be perfectly fine with it. Okay. But if a citizen at any point, I'm talking about if you stole my TV out of here right now and I shot you in the back as you're running out, I still go to prison for that. Why is it different for the cops? Yeah, I mean, shot there's, in the there's back definitely... Well, that's always that. That's a known. Well, thing. there's like, there's there's definitely down. there's definitely something to, to be said about cops can kill people, and it's part of their job mm-hmm. for some reason. Right. You know, like a society, we've apparently said like, yes, cops carry guns, and their their job is to one of their primary functions is to kill people by or you know have right. the ability to kill people uh, mm-hmm. based on however they see fit you know like we, our cops kill more people than cops in mexico and you cannot tell me the cartel is no worse than what's going on here <laughs> i mean probably the 
they're in a full out war with the cops, and they ki- and we kill more than what they do out there. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I think comparing our country to Mexico well, know, is kind of hard. Of course, but I think that's 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 kind of odd, or that we're so far ahead in police murder. Yeah, because I because here's here's the problem. Like very easily, cultural like hey, the cops' function is to help people. Because right now, it's almost like the cops' function to a lot of people is not, number one, help people. It's to <laughs> arrest and detain and, and, you know, keep the peace. So I'm looking at um, at a statistic back in 2015. I wish I would have had this statistic for now. But back in 2015, how many days... Since early June, do you think there was not a police shooting? And people, not, not just a police shooting, people shot and killed in the, by police. In the entire United States? Yep. It, from July, or from January 2015 to July 17th, 2015. Like, what do you think? How many days weren't? I either want to say one or two answers. Uh-huh. I either want to say zero, uh-huh. or I want to say 21. That's weird because it's 12 and then it's just 21 turned around. But yeah, <laughs> it's only 12 days and six months that there wasn't. So I was in the right range. Yeah, you were. Okay. That's crazy. I'm good at guessing. What can I say? That's a that's a high rate. Now, we're not talking about black or we're just talking, white. We're just yeah, talking about American but, citizens. But I mean, yeah, but you have to think about like 50 states. It's a lot of people. Do you think it was weird that we try and ration, that we that we really have to sit there and rationalize it though? It's weird. Like, but we have it, to understand. But, but I mean, you're all you have to say is like, how many like major cities are there in the U.S.? Like at least twenty five, like yeah. major cities. Yeah. So it's like one of those cities out of any of those days has to just have one kind of incident, and I that would be like Atlanta having an incident one out of every twenty five days, which I could like believe. So to me, it doesn't seem to. I mean, yeah, I am rationalizing it, but I'm rationalizing it based on like, yeah, you know, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. It's still it's still just weird because like like I said, there's whole countries that have way less. Like Japan, I want to say is like three. They have negative. In- <laughs> right. Yeah, Japan has negative interest rates and negative murder rates. That's they bring people back. To gut. <laughs> they bring people back to life with uh, mana power. From I can believe it. <laughs> Fukushima. So what do you think should happen to uh, Rustin Shesky? I feel. For one of the murders, the very first one. No, 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 no. The cop who shot Jacob Blake. Oh, okay. I thought you said Rittenhouse. Okay, we can talk about that one too after. Oh, okay. So the cop who shot him, he should be doing some jail time. Simply because he shot him in the back. And as a citizen, that would be automatic. I I don't think he'll do jail time. Oh, I don't think he will. But no, he no, what, then, no, yeah. no, no, no. What do you think will happen? Oh, what will oh, happen? Did I ask you what should happen or what will happen? Well, I can give you both. I okay, think so you, he should do some jail time because he shot him in the back. What will happen is more than likely he'll get off and there will be more riots. Yeah, I think I think he'll get off because I think he probably followed the rules of whatever. Like it's like, hey, if you think you're in danger and someone's going back to their car, you're okay to kill him. Like that's probably just part of their handbook. I want to get a military guy if they can do that anymore. Like engagements of war, if that if that would fly. What did you hear? Did you hear about something to do with like a knife? Like he had some kind of knife or something? Yeah, I heard that. Is that true? I have no idea. I have no idea either. Okay. I doubt it because he had his kids in the car, so I don't think he wanted them shooting in the car. Okay, so let's go to Rittenhouse. Yeah. I, th- I say that one's a little bit more tricky. Yeah. But I say he maybe walks on all three. 
on all three. And I'll tell you, because he's being like kind of praised right now. True. And he's under 18. I'm not going to lie. If he gets off, it's going to be, it, that would be worse than the cop getting off. I was the bald guy that. black or white? He was white. So he shot three white people? Yep. What's there to get mad about? It's the fact that. I mean, don't black lives matter? Why do you care about white people? It doesn't mean that they don't matter. Oh, so you're saying white lives matter? That sounds As pretty well. racist. Yeah, they matter too. <laughs> are we are we against all lives matter? No, we we agree all lives matter. But in this particular moment, we're asking about the black lives matter. <laughs> do you think Do you think many black people even care about Rittenhouse shooting three white people? Um, that's a good question. And I, you seem like you know it's uh, you know it's kind of surprising. You seem like you. One thing I like about you, you don't have like double standards, which uh-huh. I like. But I think that's kind of rare. I think most people have double standards, including uh, me. I probably have double standards. I keep that same energy, man. I keep yeah. the exact same energy across the board. Yeah. So if you're, you're like peace, love, and harmony with everyone, which is kind of cool. But I was thinking, uh, I was thinking like it wouldn't cause you to like have like a strong kind of say on it. Like I don't what's know. Gonna it seems be like very, what's going to be very interesting is I really do think if he does get off on all three, you will see like BLM protests still. On three white people. I no. Guarantee it. I guarantee it. Okay, let's make I a bet. So. Let's make a bet. I will. Okay, let's make a bet. I say no. <laughs> I say yeah. Okay. Of course I say yeah. Gentleman's bet. No money. Yeah. Gentleman's bet. Uh, you can't <laughs> shake on it because of COVID, but yeah, yeah. Fist, fist, fist bump. bump. <laughs> fist bump. Okay. Fist bump. Okay, cool. I want to I wanna put that down in bets. Yeah. So here we go. Bets. Uh, if he gets off on all three, there will still be BLM protesting, protesting against that verdict. Yeah, I, I I got you. Like uh, some like some kind of BLM march based on those deaths. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I I think that's not going to happen uh, <laughs> because they're not black. So, uh, but what's funny is like BL, okay, wait, hold on. I have it down, logged it. Somebody, L- let's go. Somebody said something super interesting to me, and I like how you how I like this conversation because how you think like. It's it's weird that black people will still protest against this, even though they weren't black. With a lot of black things, just because it says black, like HBCU is a black university, it doesn't mean white people aren't invited in. You know how many white people I went to school with at Clark? A lot. Really? Yeah. It's a, at least... At least two or three. <laughs> no, no, no. Per, I'm talking about percentage base. Oh, I thought percentage you were, base. No, I no, no. You made it old school. There no, was like there was. Um, there was. I think there's two. Do you, dude, no. do you know how many? There's like two. No, it's three. like two, three percent. Like if you want to go to HBC, if you wanted to get your master's from many, HBCU, it wouldn't matter. How many could. thousands of students go there? I had a guess, maybe 10, 15. Okay, so we're we're not talking about like. So we're talking like at least thirty. Wait, what? What? Wait, three percent. Would that be three hundred or thirty? If I had to guess, at Clark, it had to be at least two to three hundred people. Okay, yeah, two two or three hundred. So white people, and then a lot of um a mixed race, like as far as like Indians and all that stuff. I saw a good amount. Interesting. Yeah, it doesn't mean it's just for black people. You you know, I never knew that. You know why? Well, I've never been invited to those colleges. I've only been. Did you apply? No, I've I've oh. I've applied to speak. Oh. But I've only gone into Georgia Tech, Georgia State, UGA, mm-hmm. Kennesaw. I'm trying to think of any others. I'm trying I think, to think of a top uh, if the top Mercer. Depends on the top. Oh wait, not Mercer. What was the top uh, for crypto? Yeah, crypto. Yeah. See, it's more mainly a business school, which it should I still think you should be able to talk. 
But it's more so like computer science wasn't like a big like we had a very good program, but it wasn't like the bulk of it. Mm -hmm. Like we're mass media and business. Like a lot of us go into the entertainment industry from Clark. What's the basketball team like at Clark? Oh, it's all black. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's been a, 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 a sprinkle. You know what's funny? White guys, you know what's funny? I wasn't even asking that question because uh-huh. I already assumed that. I was just asking, like, how good are they? Oh, we've actually since I've been since 2010, we've been pretty. We've been pretty damn good. Like, we won our first championship the year I transferred in. W- would you say and like then, your biggest competition would be like other black colleges, or would it be like Georgia Tech and UGA and stuff? You know, we went to overtime and lost to Georgia Tech. But the it, the reason we lost to Georgia Tech that year was because they literally gave them that game. That we were not expected going to overtime with them, and we beat Georgia State. Wait, you trying to say the refs gave them the game? They really gave them the game. I'm yeah. talking about like, do you know Iman Shumpert? No, Iman Shumpert in the last in overtime he shot, I want to say eight or ten free throws and only shot two for the full game. But in overtime they gave him every single. Oh, you mean like call. on fouls? Yeah. So you wanted, so we won at the free throw line. And Iman Shumpert is a great player. He do was you, already hard. Do to you guard. think? Do you think the ref was racist? I don't think he was racist, but I think he was paid by Georgia Tech. I think no, that. come on. No, they hired the. They were um, ACC refs. They weren't our refs. You wait. You so you think there's like some? Uh, you can't have it. I'll you be think, honest. You think you think there's like some insider kind of? L- let me tell you. you schism have, going, huh? You cannot have a Division two school come into your building and beat you as an ACC powerhouse. That is not supposed to fly. Okay, so you're saying it's that, that you're saying that Clark shouldn't have been way favored. You should. It's supposed to have been a slaughter. So what happens is these these schools scrimmage or play mm. against worse schools as tune up games. But sometimes these worse schools are oh, the top. You're saying that yeah. they didn't want to get their record tainted by a small school. There you go. Okay, I get it. Yeah, because it went down because it's the NCAA. It's two NCAA teams. That's what they wanted. <laughs> that, you didn't even have a fighting chance. <laughs> yeah, so, but, but in in conclusion. Just because it says black doesn't mean if you're a, a white, it doesn't mean you can't come. Like the BET Awards, Eminem won many of those. Yeah, but Eminem's matter. black. It's very clear. <laughs> what about um your boy uh, Logic? He's not my boy because I don't know who Logic is. Logic is a white guy who, for the longest, we thought was black b- by the way of he raps. <laughs> yeah, and then you saw what he looked like. We were like, you wow. know, it's funny. <laughs> I, didn't, I never knew Post Malone was white. Until I saw his face and then realized he's it, not white. He's an alien. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a lot of white guys. It's a lot of white people in, uh, in BET or being promoted by BET. So it's not just because it's black entertainment television. Okay. Whatever. We still have the, the bet culture. going. Yeah. We'll, we'll still see. We still have the BET going. Oh, yeah. Bet. The real bet. The black entertainment <laughs> bet television. Okay. So, all right. So, so as a recap, we talked about George Floyd mm-hmm. last week. Yep. And you said you didn't watch, you didn't uh, see the video of like the full body cam footage? No, I didn't see that. Did you want to see that? It's kind of long. It's like at least five minutes. I'm just going to skim. Okay. I'm just going to skim. Yeah, yeah. Your hand. So this is like what you get upset about is like the, the guns came up early. Stay in the car. Let me see your other hand. So Let me see your other hand. See your other hand. Both hands. Just put them on. There's hands up right now. Let me see your other hand. So he's freaking out. Put your hand up there. Put your hand up there. I think they're cussing. I think that's why it's bleeping out. Oh, yeah. 
Hands on the wheel. Okay. Get so, out. Hands on the wheel. Top of your head. <laughs> yeah, get out. Step hands on, on the wheel. So now he's like crying. I'm not going to shoot you. Step off the face away. I'm going to get out of here, man. Please don't shoot me, man. I just lost my mom, man. Step on the face away. So he's like having like an emotional breakdown. And, and what, one thing he says is like, don't do this to me again. So this is like happened to him before. I didn't even notice he said that. Well, he he, said I mean, I'm skipping around. Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't. That's great. Yes. Yeah. So then they walk him like around the corner. And they get him into the cop car. And he's like, get me out of here. I'm claustrophobic. I actually heard he's decently tall, too. That was a poor choice. Should have stayed in the car. But I also, in hindsight, I also know he's decently tall. And... And I've seen the back of those police cars and being tall myself is no way. I don't want to try to win. I don't want to try to win. I don't want to win. I'm claustrophobic. I'm claustrophobic. I got anxiety. I don't want to do nothing to I'll roll the window down. Man, I'm scared. He's over six. So he's saying like he's scared. Okay. So so that's pretty much a gist of some of the cam footage before. So I think like the important part was like this is what people want to focus on. I'll mm-hmm. tell you this. People see that and they say he was not being like obedient. Like he wasn't being obedient to the cops. Like he you know, he wasn't like following orders. He was right. being very difficult, struggling a little bit. He was like, you know, he wasn't like immediately, you know, a- a- obliging to like their commands and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of people said he seemed like he was on drugs. Mm-hmm. And according to my friend he said he was on fentanyl. Have you heard that from anyone else? No, and as someone who... So his brother is Steven Jackson, an ex-NBA player who I hooped with in the mornings. And he, from what I see from his posts and things You've like that... You've talked to George Floyd's brother? No, I haven't talked to him directly, and I would never bring this up or actually sure, have a but you Sure, but you played basketball? Yeah, multiple times. Yeah, lives up here in Alpharetta. He's an ex-NBA guy. Okay, so you played basketball with George Floyd's brother. Yeah. Interesting. Steven Jackson. So you have, you're like uh, one or two. Right. Uh, and that's why like when I found out who he was and everything, I was like, wow. In the basketball circle. Hit a little bit closer home to you. Right. Because he, he, yeah. he actually hooped. George Floyd that was actually, a, a, from what I hear, a good basketball player too at that. And my agent <laughs> who I go to China with actually coached him in one of his tours before. So oh, this wow. was like... So this was like, you know, kind of in the basketball circle. And they were like insanely just like, I can't believe this happened and all this. And like to say like he was on drugs or anything like that is like, I I don't know. I I personally don't know, but I highly doubt it. Oh, you'd highly doubt it. Highly doubt it. And and this is why. So let's break it down a little bit. So his. I think drugs might be kind of superfluous. Because I think whether he was on drugs or not. I don't think he was really that combatant either. I don't think so. Okay. What he did was no different than when I see, you know, there's plenty of videos. I don't want to just go in specifics, but there's plenty of videos where people get pulled over and they say, what did I do? Right? This this is normally the, the normal question. What did I do? But then for him, it's weird. He was like, hey, what are you pulling me over for? What did I do? Get out the car. Then the guns come out. 
And it's just like, yeah, what did I do? I, we didn't really get the the pre story of that, right? What he was what was the pre story? Then and then we we see his doors closed. No, like, but hey, what, what was what was the? It was some lady called the cops on him or something for for potentially shoplifting. Was that it? I have no idea. Wasn't that the original story? Some some lady called the cops on him for being suspicious yeah. or shoplifting. Even then, you still, you know, if I'm getting pulled over, let's say if I get pulled over and I didn't shoplift and the lady thinks I shoplift because that's has happened before people thought I shoplift. And if the cops would have came, I'd be like, what, what is this? What happened? What did I do? Knowing I didn't shoplift and I'm just like, what, what did I do? That would be my first question. What are you arresting me for? What did I do? It's a normal question. Because then it's hearsay. It's right. like, well, but, these person, this but person for said some this. reason, asking that question comes as he's being combative. When I'm literally just asking, what did I do? And don't they have to announce why you're being arrested or something like that? I don't know. I don't think so. I think they can do whatever they want based on the videos I've seen. Well, I mean, that's as a long whole as the question we got, <laughs> as, as long as as long as you treat yourself like an animal, you usually do okay with cops, right? No, it's I mean, B-O-B. I feel yeah, you have to be like completely submissive to cops, right? I feel like I mean that's like a sure way to like to be like an animal, and then you'll be okay, right? Yeah, I mean, so I pretty th- much obey. Yeah, I think obey if you obey. You're gonna be fine, and when I say fine, you you won't leave with your dignity, but you'll leave with your life. True. So I I think if you get rid of your pride, you'll be just fine. I think it's worth it to get rid of your pride for 15 minutes or less to walk away with your life. Mm-hmm. But is that wrong for me to say that? It's not wrong for you to say it because we know it. But the question becomes of like why? Because we I'm like, like we see videos of where you know. Do you know who I work for? Uh, blah 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 blah. Being like crazy aggressive. I've seen them fighting cops and people fighting cops Did, and walking rem- away. Like, do you remember it's crazy. the? Do you remember the video I sent you where the guy uh, gets into the cop car? Yeah, I remember that. He, beat, he fought the cop, beat he, him up, he, and took he, the car. He, the cop was running away from him, <laughs> and then he got into the dude. What a funny video! That didn't right. seem real. Was that real? That had to be real. Right. In my head, I'm like, oh, my God, if he was black, he would have been shot immediately. <laughs> At the first fight, he would have been shot. It does seem like... Okay, so here's a stat that I'd be mm-hmm. interested for you to research. Because right. I don't feel like you researched this one. The cop, the police on white, police on black Correct. murder rate. Uh, oh, Murder, death kind of stuff. Okay. Look up that. Here, I want to make a note. Yeah. So I want yeah, you to look up that one that for one. next. Maybe that's a good CSI America for like next time we do that segment. Uh huh. Maybe you just do like the same thing, but police. Yeah. Because okay. that's that's what I hear a lot in the black community of like you know the same questions we ask that we see white people ask is just like oh no you shut up you get shot like mm-hmm. it's, it's just I just find it interesting. Because okay. like I, like my mom always taught me, you know, they pull you over, you say anything, you just listen to what they say, and you just come home. We'll deal with it later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I definitely don't like the idea that your rights are and maybe infringed, mm-hmm. you know, for anyone, especially because my taxes pay for it. <laughs> yeah, your taxes <laughs> your taxes pay for for you to maybe get hassled by the person. I think some of the people who are getting shot aren't paying taxes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure they are. If you got a minimum wage job, you still paying them taxes. You can't get around well, taxes. I, I only say that yeah. because fifty percent of America doesn't has like almost like a negative tax rate or whatever. What? I didn't even know this. Yeah. 
Huh. Yeah, about fifty percent of America. That's another topic I want to talk about. Maybe, 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 <laughs> maybe I should fact check that. No, I got, okay, yeah. topic for next time. We'll 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 see. What's, financial? We we'll should talk, have a we'll, financial yeah, we'll, statistics. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about financials. Yeah, you know, just in general. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. We'll yeah, figure that out. Good. We'll figure out income brackets and stuff. <laughs> Make that a topic. Okay, so another thing that that you mentioned. Okay, so are we cool moving past George Floyd? Yeah. Uh, did you have any final? Um, thoughts on that one? No, it could have been handled differently. Oh, That's for sure. Everybody feels. I will. I still will say on both. I think. Sides. I think. I think both everyone sides. agrees he didn't have to die. Of course. I think. I think that's pretty. You know. You. you, name you name name this? <laughs> yeah. You he definitely him. didn't have to die, and especially because he, knowing knowing black people, because maybe the way he was doing things was aggressive, but knowing a black person, that wasn't the sign of an aggressive black person to me. Knowing sometimes the conversation works. Okay, last last week we talked about this church shooting thing, uh-huh. and you mentioned Dylan Roof went to a black church. He didn't like that they passed around the offering plate thirty times. And <laughs> I then didn't he say sh- that. <laughs> Don't quote me sh- on that. And then he shot everybody. I never said that, that part. But that's like the TLDR. No. Do you know why he really did? He literally did well, he, not like black people. Oh yeah, he was. He yeah, was, that was he was an outright. He's one of the crazies. Yeah, he was an outright racist. Okay. Uh, and what's crazy is he had black friends. That was what blew my mind. But then the black friends he had was kind of like you know they had like the anime hair and stuff like that. So I was like, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. I have a feeling after knowing that the Ku Klux Klan leader befriended a black guy that you can be racist and have black friends. <laughs> like I'm pretty sure you're right though. <laughs> you're right. And if Dave Chappelle does anything, you can be a black guy and have a white wife and then. Dumper for for her being with a I don't know. yeah oh yeah I'm, I'm just saying like like there's all kinds of different like you know different is like I don't like those, edge cases but I like you I like you yeah there's like edge cases all over the place with this right but yeah. the 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 main controversy that I called bullshit on mm-hmm. was you said they took him to Burger King mm-hmm. and I was like that doesn't sound right right so I I, I did extensive uh, research. <laughs> I, I went to Snopes.com. And, uh, <laughs> and so, uh, okay. So, according to my minimal research, it right. seems like he wasn't taken to Burger King, but they got food for him at Burger King and brought it to him. Oh. Well, either way. And the reason being is because if someone's in your custody, you can't deny them food. That's like a... That's like a federal thing or something. You can't you can't not feed someone. And apparently he was he kept complaining that he was hungry. Do you know how many times <laughs> I'm just telling you everything they did may have been within the code of I what hope is somebody what they in prison done. is listening to this right now. Well, if they, they feed, are hungry. They have to feed you right now. <laughs> well, I think I think they I think all prisoners are given food. I never said it had to be good food. I'm just saying it doesn't have to be good. But you eat when they tell you to eat, and that's it. Oh. You don't have the option to say, hey, I, I would like some more. I, I would like some seconds. <laughs> Please, sir. Wait, can I have some more? <laughs> can I have that's some more Burger King? <laughs> can I have some more fries? Right. That's not how that works. <laughs> God, that's, that's interesting. But that's from the research I did, that's what it seems like. It didn't seem like they brought them through the drive-thru and be like, hey, <laughs> you just killed like 10 black people. But what, what do you but want? What? You want? You want a super, you want a frosty with right. that? But, but okay. Even, even though, even so, what murderer do you know? <laughs> Got food on his way to the prison. 
I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I mean, it's such a weird stat. I mean, maybe... I it's still s- mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing. <laughs> that's all it is. It's not that you don't believe yeah. it. It's just like, that's very hard to believe. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> a couple topics left. One, one being Grandmaster J. This is someone I knew nothing about. This is this is the guy who's like running NFAC. Yep. Not fucking around coalition. Yeah. And so I did some research on him. He... You kind of mentioned that he seemed like extreme. Mm-hmm. I think I saw like an interview of him where he seemed more like middle of the road because I got like a different perception of him. He kind of seems... have nothing against the guy. He is. He's still extreme to me. Yeah. He, he seems like a Samuel Jackson kind of guy, <laughs> doesn't he? He's a, like he seems very Samuel Jackson like he kind of looks like he takes care of his skin, though, like Prince. <laughs> but he has like the attitude of Samuel Jackson. Oh, yeah. He always he's always wearing shades. Like these, like like Matrix from the Matrix, like uh, Morpheus shades. He reminds me of like uh, um, uh, the Black Dad who d- who literally does not fuck around. Like you do not come home with a bad report card to this guy. Like that's that's the the vibes I get from him. Apparently, extreme disciplinary, but apparently someone tried to take his life. Wow. Uh, he he mentioned they. I don't know who they is. Oh man. But uh, another thing I found out that's interesting, you know where he got the name Infact from? No. <laughs> I'm going to play you a clip. Frog, the inside of the van this is This is from the movie The Town. Just this find something and make it look like something that looks like a print. We don't have enough for a conviction. Fine. But I need to get them in a room. Right now, they are burning the money bands in some bullshit safe house. All their alibis were paid for a week in advance. We're not going to pull any DNA off of this. Or off the switch car, and that, as they say, is that. This is the not fucking around crew. <laughs> so find me something that looks like a print so I can grab one of these assholes and shake their tree because this not fucking around thing is about to go both ways. I like it. So that's where he got inspired from. That's where Grandmaster J got the not fucking around crew, and then he made the not fucking around coalition. coalition. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it was, it was Ben Affleck in the movie The Town. <laughs> uh, but apparently the reason that inspired him was because Ben Affleck right there is talking about forging something because he's like, hey, these guys are, you know, they they have a rigged system mm-hmm. and they're, they're already a couple steps ahead of us. So if they're not fucking around, we be, need to be not fucking around. Like we need to have that same kind of attitude. So that's where he's coming from. Uh, I like it. I of, love course, it. of course I love you it. would. <laughs> of course you would. I'm terrified. <laughs> well, we'll discuss more into this, but go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, What's your next one? No, I, I, I watched this interview with him. Uh-huh. Um, so he was on this podcast, The Origins. Welcome back or, to the Yadamine Godcast. Yadamine Godcast is what they call it. Yadamine Godcast. Right. And here he is. He's wearing like a bulletproof vest. And like I said, takes care of his skin like Prince, has the demeanor of Morpheus, and <laughs> talks like Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> it's the best way I can describe him. <laughs> he, he's he's kind of like the definition of a badass. Yeah, I would sure. say ex-military too. Yeah, is he ex-military? He is ex-military. I've been doing. He apparently is on a terrorist list. Our position. I can believe it. That guy. Name from. I would, anybody so, with that anybody with that mentality is definitely going to end up on a terrorist watch list in yeah, America. But but he was very clear, like 
we're not going to hurt. We're not going to shoot or hurt white people if they're not going to shoot us. Right. Which was like, okay, yeah, cool. I, I'm down for that. Right. And, and it's funny because they try to compare it to the Klan, but th- it, it, that wasn't their rules. Well, one thing that he brought up is he was talking about some lynchings that happened modern day. Mm-hmm. And he was saying the method that the people, the racist murderers used was they would put someone in the back of a pickup truck, tie a rope around their neck, and then throw the rope around a tree and then drag the pickup truck so they would get lynched like like a pulley. Yeah. So wow. like they would get like... And he was talking about that on the podcast and how like that like really upset him and, you know, like this is crazy. And he also talked about the Stone Mountain March thing. He didn't talk about the guy who got shot. That was, what, in, that was that. I think it might have been after that interview, so that's probably why. What was that? That wasn't the Stone Mountain one, though. No, right? that was Louisville. Okay, sorry. Okay. the The other thing is he brought up. I think he's like kind of like uh, more like Malcolm X, less like MLK. Oh, big time! And he mentioned, like, they kind of asked him some about his background. He was like, "Look, no one talked about Malcolm Little." <laughs> they talked about Malcolm X. Any anything that <laughs> Malcolm X did before Malcolm X was irrelevant. So he's like, it only matters what's going forward. So he's trying to build like this new kind of like identity for himself as Grandmaster J. And he's not like Malcolm Little. He is Grandmaster J. He's Malcolm X, like yeah. equivalent. So, but I can see the comparisons though. A lot of know. people, black people, do compare him to because. So is Malcolm X real name Malcolm Little? Yeah. God, no wonder he changed his name. Well, he changed the name because he's converted kidding. to Nation of Islam. So a lot of times they you drop your slave um, last name. So you know, you know Muhammad you Ali's to... real name, Cassius Clay. Oh yeah, yeah. But they were actually in the same um, group mm-hmm. as far as the Nation of Islam. Him and um, uh, Muhammad Ali were like close friends. But long story short, Nation of Islam issues, and they couldn't be friends no more. But yeah, they were they knew each other. Yeah, we used to have people come to the Bitcoin embassy and talk about their slave names, and th- those topics got kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Would you ever think about dropping your slave name? Uh, <laughs> it just is what it is. I'm four, five generations removed. I mean, so do, do you like... even consider that a slave name? Like, like if you think about like Michael Jordan, I'd be like, dude, that's the coolest name. Like, why would you ever say? Jordan or Michael is a slave. It depends name. on how deep you want to go into it. If you really truly want to be like back into your true roots, people do do it. I think people are searching for their cultural identity. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, yeah. I can understand it. Okay. So, one thing that Master J does, which I have found, mm-hmm. is he kind of seems like one of those guys that, like, one of these like kind of modern theory i I would call it modern theory blackness i don't know (laughs) how to put it where they actually like want segregation oh yeah which is like what the opposite of like the 70s wanted (laughs) it's like civil rights movement and all this stuff it's like hey integration no more only black bathrooms you will be surprised at how many black people actually do agree with it no i i know i think it's like modern black day theory Mm -hmm. what's what i uh, yeah it's like Modern, <laughs> yeah, like segregation be, was good. Yes, there has to be some kind of thing for it because racist people want segregation, and now black people want segregation. Yep, and it's just like what? Yeah, it it, it it just seems so counterintuitive. And because, like I said, I see it from both sides. Like now, you're talking about like a group of people, like because now those people who grew up in segregation are older, and they're saying that like when during segregation we actually had more. It's just the fact that we 
didn't have legal protection as far as like it was okay to come in and just lynch 30 black people and nothing would happen or come down and just burn down a restaurant and nothing would happen. So I'm still not convinced about that. I'm not convinced. Do I, can, you can, I mean, yeah, that's what Do the podcast for. I'm telling you, man, there's so many murders that went just, un, It just seems unhinged. like you can't just go around killing people. Who was arrested for the Atlanta riots? I don't know. I haven't done research on it. Did they even talk about any arrests in that but, Wikipedia? But, but I don't think they arrested anyone for Tulsa. I said, I said, I said anything right. before Tulsa is kind of like, okay, I understand. That's right. But, but, but that's the same, but this still, okay. So what time period, period are you talking about? We're talking about anything from after slavery. Like, okay. You try anything after slavery things. is today. Right. I don't think it's okay to kill 30. I don't think you can get away with that. Not even close. Not now. No. Okay. But so like, when, when did it cut off? Before civil rights, before civil rights movement. So before, when civil rights? Okay. So yeah, I don't think, I don't. See, I say that, but then I learn, and then but then you talk about like the Philadelphia bombing, and then it's just like there's nobody who held, got held accountable for it. Yeah, nobody went to jail. For it's it. it's it's kind of like weird gray area because like you're kind of right, like based on like evidence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that was like that was like after civil rights, so you're kind of wrong too. Because if you well, think that's about even it, more shocking, yeah, yeah. Because if you think about it, the Philadelphia bombing on the black like neighborhood mm-hmm. you know when they drop c4 on the on the black like a townhome apartment complex yeah black panthers the black panther yeah. party yeah yeah anyways yeah that's it we should we should probably cover like all of like tulsa and philadelphia later or, yeah because I, I i am curious now that you mention it i wonder if there were ever arrests done for like the Atlanta riots, tulsa philadelphia no Indiana. i don't think so there was even a, a the Alabama church bombing. I don't think anybody ever got arrested for that too. And they I, just killed none but twelve kids. Actually, one survived. So it might have been like were they juveniles? Yeah, they were all like they were like they're like oh statistically no, they were child like children. So one thing that Grandmaster Jay says a lot mm-hmm. is he says ancestral noise, which I thought was hilarious. So he uh-huh. says at the end of like all of his talks or whatever or a lot of them. He says, now make me some ancestral noise or, or do some ancestral noise, mm-hmm. which means like do like your hoot hollering cheering kind of thing. Yeah. And then it made me want to like uh, Google Black Panther. And then I found out, dude, the Black Panther guy died. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, I was he so sad his, about that. I want to say it was either yesterday or two days ago. Dude, like so unexpected. Yeah, you got big time. So who's, who's worse, the cops or cancer? Yeah, fuck cancer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, all right. Anything else about Grandmaster Jay you want to cover? I kind of learned. Oh, a he bit did about run him. for presidency as an independent. <laughs> Do you know how he did? Obviously, not too good. <laughs> We're now just um, learning who he was. So he wasn't too, too <laughs> out there. <laughs> okay, but, so the next topic is critical race theory, mm. and this has been something that's just been such a head scratcher. Uh, I just haven't been able to wrap my head around this, yeah. like. For viewers, like, tell me, like, give a gist of, like, what you think. Oh, yeah, we're going to talk about it. I want to talk about what it is right now. So I I, I made some notes, and these are kind of brief. But there's a law professor named Derek Bell. And this happened uh, uh, in 1976 is when he came out with his paper, right? So a law professor, Derek Bell, uh, in 1976, wrote a paper. Uh, at, at, uh, at Yale, an article saying 
uh, titled Serving Two Masters, Integration Ideals and Client Interest in School Desegregation. Could civil rights abolish inequality is pretty much the focus of the paper. Mm. Okay. And it talks about white oppressors and black victims. And it comes up with five major categories of talking points is counter storytelling, Mm -hmm. the permanence of racism, whiteness as property, interest convergence, Mm -hmm. critique of liberalism. Okay, so number one is the counter storytelling. And this pretty much is coming up with the narrative that explains or legitimizes what's going on in a racist and equitable world. So it's me like white explaining you like why you're poor and I'm rich kind of thing. Right. So that's kind of, I think that's kind of like what counter storytelling is. I think I think what he's trying to say is it's not the truth, it's what is taught. It's like what the story is, right? That is crazy. You, oh, you might you might be talking about this all the time. You might be you might be a critical race theorist. I could be. By the end of this. <laughs> and then I might hate you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so, um. But question is Derek Bell white, black, black or white? Say again? Is Derek Bell black or white? Derek Bell was black. Oh, okay. Now, okay. Now this is making a lot of now sense. Now it makes sense. Yeah. Now, I'm like, now this now, is what we talk about a lot. <laughs> so now he's just a normal black guy. <laughs> he's just like, oh, yeah, all black people now know this. Now this is where this came this from. Is, this wasn't a theory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Number one was that. You know, which I think story counter storytelling is kind of like a big part of fake news, man, media manipulation, everything. This was written in the 70s. I think we're seeing different versions of it now. Yeah, Black Lives Matter. All Lives Matter. Well. Like the, you're, you're protesting to my protest kind of thing. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not even sure if that would be considered counter storytelling. I think maybe I'm wrong, but I think counter storytelling would be like you saying you know, black people are arrested, you know, even though we represent 13% of the population, 50% of prisoners are black or something, yeah. you know, whatever, whatever kind of thing. And I'd be like, well, it's because this and this. And I yeah. tell you the story of why that's, why that's true. Yeah. Well, I think that maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Well, no, I get what yeah. you're saying. I think they both fall in the, uh, I just think okay. they both fall in the same like category. Fair. Okay. Number two. So do you remember number two, the permanence of racism and This is me just kind of doing minimal research and trying to understand this stuff. But I think what that pretty much means, racism controls everything, everything by the whites, politics, education, everything's controlled by whites. Uh, Like trickle down, trickle down white education, you know, storytelling kind of thing. I get it, but I don't agree with it. So, oh yeah, because you wore a shirt called "Black Educated," <laughs> right? But everything <laughs> is like, don't get me wrong. Like, do do we is American history a little whitewashed or whitewashed? Yes, it is. You know, the winners always, yeah, the winners always tell the story. So let's understand. That's a good way to put it. Winners, winners uh, write yeah. the history books. Right, winners yeah. write the history books. But I can't go yeah. around and say that black people you definitely know, everything is against black people and everything that white people do is against them. Like, I don't think it goes down that deep. Okay, so number three is whiteness as a property. This was, was a little bit confusing, mm-hmm. but my interpretation was white is a property interest. It is good to be white because it allows you to do things. Yeah, I've heard this. I could be wrong about that interpretation. No, you're, you're pretty much right. I've well, heard this before. Though. Well, you know, this is critical race theory, not just, you know, something. Oh, you yeah. Know, I'm okay. not sure if I'm getting what the critical race theory mm-hmm. is. I might, you know. 
be interpreted. Yeah, thinking I didn't hear about critical race theory, all these points are like things that I have heard in the past. Okay, so not knowing it was critical. Race so theory. number four, which was interest convergence, and this is man, this is the most interesting one I think, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But whites benefit most from the civil rights movement. Movement superficial opportunities because they are basic rights of democracy. Mm-hmm. They said civil rights helped white people more than black people and stuff like affirmative action helped like white women more than it helped like any other type of person. I'm not going to say it helped more, but it definitely helped. Like, even though we're saying like black people need this and, but I think what they're saying is it was interest convergence. So it was in both of our best interests, Mm -hmm. but I benefited more. I still don't even think one person, I don't think black people benefited more than white women and stuff like that. Cause like, I always bring up the fact that white women weren't even allowed to vote until like, you know, the whole voting laws and all that stuff was changed. Yeah. Big mistake. <laughs> but it's to, like, to it's, wait it's, that long. Big right. mistake to wait that long. Right. So it's like, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, number five, critique of liberalism. And this is, you know, some of these are kind of hard to parse, but. My interpretation was pretty much the use of colorblindness to ignore what's going on. And I, I kind of put this in the category of like Morgan Freeman and Lil Wayne. Mm-hmm. You know how like they're chastised? Yeah. Well, well we can talk about next week about Morgan Freeman and Lil Wayne because I actually have a clip that's pretty good. Yeah. But uh, essentially saying, hey, look, there is no problem here is the problem. I wouldn't even say that. I wouldn't say they didn't say it was a problem, but they were saying that those problems are put behind us and now we're in a better situation to do better. So don't dwell on it. Yeah, I agree with that. And then the kind of conclusion to this is racism is permanent. Okay. Do you agree with that? In a way, this is a true weird. or false. If it's you get not this a wrong, true or false. I'm just kidding. To me, it's not a true or false because like, is it permanent? Yes, but not based on color It's based on something. Something will happen. Like, let's say if we all become, I don't know, purple tomorrow, right? It's going to be classism. There might be, you know, gender. Yeah, but that's not racism. Like, racism is a type of classism based on race, right? Yeah, I guess so. So and maybe maybe I just made that definition up, but it kind of sounded good. <laughs> <laughs> but let's stick with we do look different based on race. Uh-huh. Do you think racism is permanent? Yeah. Okay. Let me tell you why I think that's not true. Mm-hmm. All right. Four reasons why I don't think racism is permanent. I think one is technology. Stuff like Khan Academy, YouTube, online education. People being able to share data without any kind of intermediary or less than intermediaries. Obviously, people can get shut down and canceled if they say (laughs) the wrong things. But, you know, it's it's somehow available usually if if you're smart enough. Uh, My second one is Bitcoin. My favorite. So, to me, Bitcoin, long-term, is a big enabler of equality. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of going back to technology. You can kind of group that in with technology. Uh, Bitcoin's a different... It, yeah. Well, all, yeah, Bitcoin, yeah Bitcoin's like money. So, it's <laughs> kind of like it's, it, it deserves its own category. Right. Uh, number three is interracial marriages. That's a good point. So, the fact that uh, interracial marriages are possible, and they haven't been possible for a long time. Like what? Like thir- 40, <laughs> 40 years? Maybe. In Maybe Georgia? it was illegal for a long time. Yeah, like, what, 1980s? No, I don't think as late as 1980s. For sure, in the, before the 1965. For sure, before that. 
How when were interracial marriages legal? Laws overturned in 1967. Oh, right after the Civil Rights Movement. I thought it was after that. Yeah. So, two years after the Civil Rights Movement started. Was it really that? Yeah. Okay. So. Wow. Okay, so number three is interracial marriages. Mm-hmm. And if you have someone who loves another person of a different race up to the point where they get married... At what point? It, I mean, at what point is it like, hey, this isn't a joke. We really do love each other. Like, we're, I'm not just doing this as a virtue signal. Like, like imagine all these people getting married and being like, yeah, you know, racism is permanent. I really hate my husband because he's black. You know, <laughs> just imagine, like, man, I just it's just it was the only one left over. It was the only one left, so I had to go with what was left. You know, he was stable. <laughs> he was stable. Uh, other reasons. <laughs> um, you, you know, be, when you start seeing interracial marriage, how mm-hmm. can you even, like, to me, that's when it starts to get like, okay, how can you say racism is permanent when people are marrying from opposite races? To me, that's like the ultimate sign of, to me, that's the ultimate sign of showing that two races can harmonize. Literally, our DNA is close enough for us to have babies. Well, not me and you specifically. But <laughs> with enough technology. <laughs> I don't know who's going to carry the baby. You. I'll have to, have to somehow buy a uterus somehow. But but, but I, I, I think you know what I'm trying to say. Black people and white people, their DNA is close enough yeah. to where we're humans. We can have babies. People do it all the time. Right? <laughs> right. And then the babies, for some reason, end up looking like a mix between the two parents right who would have thought (laughs) right science and because that happens to me it's kind of ignorant to say that racism is permanent to show that this is possible because what he outlines in critical race theory is that it is impossible oh right it's impossible for there ever to not be racism and to me racism is a temporary thing Hmm. it's a temporary thing uh, going back to pretty much the book Guns, Germs, and Steel. Based on circumstance, opportunities, uh, technology, Africans grew up with dirt, zebras. You can't mount a zebra. You can't tame a zebra. You grew up with a mule and a pony and a horse. You can plow land with that. You know, it's just yeah. there's all kinds of different things, you know. The ability to make steel, you know, Africa didn't make steel, right? Right. I, there, there's there's so many things stemming back, and those things are now that the world's becoming smaller, it's becoming a smaller place, and yeah. we're becoming more of a global kind of entity, you know, because of technology, and internet, and stuff. Yeah. I think we're going to see racism go, uh, by the wayside in the future, uh, completely. I can, I agree with you a lot. I don't think we're going to get rid of classism. I don't think we're going to get rid of classism. Okay. Don't. I do not. I think it'll be some kind of. Oh, there's going to be classism forever. I think there's going to be the people who have UBI, huh? Even with UBI, yeah, because UBI. Well, ultimately, my theory on that is it'll fail. Yeah, but I think it'll happen, and it probably will work for a long time. But I think it ultimately will fail. Um, Okay, and then my okay. So that was my third point. My fourth Mm -hmm. point is guess. Without looking, damn it, you looked. Oh my bad. Um, did what? you? 
Whites benefit most from the civil rights movement? No, no, oh. no, 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 no. Guess what my fourth point would be. Dudes, did you see it? Black president? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, so my, my last point on talking about like literally why things are getting better, not worse, is we had a black president. And every black person I remember talking to after President Obama got elected was... I never thought I would see the day a black president was elected. Yeah. I think every black person said that. Yes. <laughs> okay. And that pretty much goes to point out, okay, you guys were fucking wrong. You guys were fucking wrong. What else are you wrong about? Because shit is getting better. Yeah. We're not fucking doing, we're not killing hundreds of black people like in Tulsa. Right. Or Springwood. What? Spring Street? Yeah, Spring Street. Spring yeah, Street. Right right. Uh, now, Philadelphia is a fucking anomaly outlier. I don't like to talk. That's inconvenient to talk about. Right? But we're going from burning down a city in, in 1920s with Tulsa to burning down a neighborhood in 1985. Right? To now a black president is possible. Right? Right. And interracial marriage isn't frowned upon. 20 years ago, it kind of was. Yeah. 30 years so ago. Crazy. 30 years ago, interracial marriage was weird interracial marriage was like taboo ew you're getting married to a black guy or a black girl it was like gay marriage it was almost it was almost like like, how can how why would you get married to a black person or a white you know maybe black people would say the same thing about white people yeah they did yeah so like (laughs) so it was very weird but now black people are like all about you know wanting to get a white girlfriend White wife. Yeah, yeah. But then it's still families on <laughs> and, and, the and, and, and the, It's funny because it's the generation above that still is like, she ain't going to accept this. Like, my mom ain't going to like this. Oh, yeah. But but think about your children. Yeah. I wouldn't. As mind. old people die, yeah. racism is literally going to go away. Yeah. And that's, I think, I think that's, you're going to have less and less and less and less crazy. So, I completely disagree with critical race theory mm-hmm. to the point where... Yes, there are some problems and there were some really bad problems, but I don't think this is a permanent kind of yeah. thing. And and like this based was on 19, things getting better yeah. throughout the last hundred. And years. this was written in 1976. I don't think he accounted for uh, technology uh, for technology well, increases. Well, that's well, that's an X factor. Well, well, check this out. That's he, a big X factor. Well, he died in 2011. Mm. So when did when did Obama become president? 2012. No, 2008. Sorry. That was re-elected. Sorry. It was 2008. The first person I voted for. He's the first person I was able to vote for. <laughs> One thing I'm curious about, if he changed, if he changed his mind after Obama, and I'll tell you why I don't think he did, because people still talk about critical race theory, and it's taught in schools now. Wow. Yeah, teachers are, I don't know to what extent, are allowed to talk about critical race theory in schools and like spread the idea of it. Which it is be, which is kind of controversial because I, a lot of people do not like this. I think it might be good because you can you can go against it. You can say like, no, I don't believe that. Yeah, but the problem is if your teacher, uh, think about how malleable kids are, how malleable you were as like a eight year old or ten year old or twelve year old. Yeah, very malleable compared to right now, right? Yeah, and very. You, if you're an idiot now, imagine what you were. Right. You're super idiot. We're we're how how dumb were we compared to what we are now ten years ago? Like yeah, a I, thousand times dumber? <laughs> I don't even know if that's possible. I'm so dumb. So so you have the pro I think the problem is you have teachers. Like this is what people maybe are concerned about. You have teachers that are gonna bestow their ideals onto kids yeah. and brainwash them. 
into thinking racism is still a problem. And then we go in the opposite direction. We don't make progress. We go backwards. Yeah. Hmm. That's deep. That's a lot to unwind. I definitely want to know what our viewers think on that, though. Yeah, it, you know, nice. okay. Please. Viewers, for the two people that are listening, <laughs> if you have a if you have an opinion on critical race theory, send us an email. No opinion dismissed at gmail.com. Send us a tweet. Nod underscore podcast. Leave us a message on SoundCloud if you want, or a YouTube comment. All right. So figure us figure that out. But <laughs> I think I think Twitter would be cool to engage people with. Oh, definitely. So I, th- I say our preferred method is Twitter. Send us a tweet, nod underscore podcast. Uh, uh, what we got wrong about critical race theory, what your opinions are, and we'll cover it. Well, we we're small. We're so small at this point. If you engage with us, we'll make you part of the show. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I, I, there's also like a lot of like modern critical race theory stuff, especially by this one lady. I didn't catch her name. I should have. But she talks about, oh, when you're in an elevator with a, when a black, when my, one of my sons is in an elevator with a white woman, she clutches her purse a little bit more closely. I've heard it, but I've never experienced well, it. Well, shit. When a girl's in the elevator with you, she goes goo goo eyes over you. <laughs> It's funny because when I meet new people, or like I'm in an elevator, normally I'm like, "Hey, what's up?" And then people are just smiling. <laughs> yeah, you know, you want to hear something funny? What? I don't know if I told you. So, uh, you know how the the group meet, the crypto greeting, uh, the crypto hangout. Uh huh. Um, one of the guys who came to lead was uh, wearing a mask. And he's like, "Yeah, this mask thing sucks because normally I can make white people know I'm friendly by smiling at them, <laughs> but with this mask thing." They don't know. <laughs> so he thinks they're more scared of him now. Because <laughs> he has like a good smile, you know? That makes sense. <laughs> it's funny. I'm not going to lie. With masks now, I feel like everyone's going to rob me. White, black, it doesn't matter. It's so convenient <laughs> to rob a place now with a mask. Yeah. Because now you can just rob a bank and be like, no, I, I'm trying not to get COVID while I rob you. And then you don't know my identity. Or you can say, no, I didn't rob a bank. I have to wear this mask. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You want to start your segment and then we'll close it? All right, so um, we're going to talk about Black Twitter today. So what's new on Black Twitter, except for... This is Chad- a new segment. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Well, this we didn't, is a we whole didn't, new segment. Yeah, yeah you're right. Do, we didn't do Black Twitter yeah, we last did. week, did we? No, no, we didn't. No, I just gave a fact. <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, we. I just gave a fact. So we're going to do Black Twitter today. So, okay, so our new it- segment is what is on... Oh, so yeah. new segment this week is what's on Black Twitter. Okay. So, besides Chadwick Boseman passing, you know, God rest his soul. Sad. Sad, big sad. Are it they, was all over Black Twitter, but I didn't want to put that as the topic. So, we started talking about this guy, Eric Brown. This guy, um, he was in Mississippi, and he had the balls to hack the Human Resource Department and give all and accept all EBT applications give all those application or the, all those applicants $2500 on their cards and gave an additional $2500 in credit and <laughs> shipped them out to every for to everybody who applied to Mississippi for an EBT and he was arrested on a $100,000 bond and he made bail. So he's like Black Jesus. Yeah, he was like Black Robin Hood. <laughs> we got to clap for Eric. So, and if I knew he had a GoFundMe account, I definitely would have donated. <laughs> so you know how like, you know the story of like 
Jesus, how he like kept bringing out bread and fish from like a basket or something. Right. That's all he was like EBT money. Right. He was like, you want bread and fish? I can crab <laughs> you get crab legs He was like the Oprah of giving people 2500 bucks. Right. Man, I hope he doesn't do no hard time. He definitely is, but <laughs> I, I, I hope I'm on that jury. Do, do you know his background? <laughs> was he computer science major? No, I don't know. That would be, I have to look that up. I wonder if it was like an inside kind of hack or if it was an outside like SQL injection kind of hack. If I had to guess, inside. <laughs> oh, you don't think it was that clever? I definitely don't think it was SQL. We're in Mississippi now. So, so. <laughs> oh, damn, that's fucked up. You're you're dispoing classism. I'm not dispoing classism. I'm on Mississippi spewing, being dumb. I'm dispoing. I think they're th- out of the bottom three. They're definitely in the bottom three of education. <laughs> I think they're bottom one. <laughs> they might be. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think yeah. that's so, education. So, so you know, he might be an outlier. He might be a smart. So he might be a double he went outlier. Under the right. <laughs> he went under the radar. <laughs> he's he's minority in the dumbest. State. Oh yeah, his dumbest state, and he's beating all odds to hack the e- EBT <laughs> system. God damn! So did he hack it just for Mississippi? Yeah, just for Mississippi. For what we know, uh, that's funny. I, I think that's just funny because it's like, how, how are you going to get mad at someone? Because Donald Trump just did it twelve hundred bucks. <laughs> he just did it too much. So apparently, twelve hundred bucks to everyone's okay, but twenty five hundred bucks to the people who already have EBT is right. is too much. Yeah. We we found the threshold. Because I know uh, one of my stepbrothers, <laughs> my stepbrother used to get EBT. So just so people know how much money he was really giving away, my uh, stepbrother he used to get three hundred dollars a month for EBT, and he gave away twenty five hundred for EBT. And I know if you have like kids and stuff, it can go as high as eight. So he gave like about eight times the amount that a normal yes, person would get for one person plus the credit plus the twenty five hundred dollar credit. I don't even know what that credit's good for. You can probably just swipe it at whatever and get whatever you want. That's uh, that's. Uh, do you think he had help? He's the only one caught. So yes, I don't want to incriminate anybody else. <laughs> yes, he, I like. He I did like. This a, alone. Well, I hooped with one of his friends. Oh wait, never mind. <laughs> Okay, well that's it. That's uh, that's great. I love that story. I love it too. Please, more of those stories. Oh, of course. Black I, Twitter's I, full of them. <laughs> I just every every week we we can't we have to do Black Twitter every week. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, we're cool. gonna do Black Twitter every week. Okay, there's so much so much material. <laughs> okay, so next topic. Is it racist? Okay, so in our segment of is it racist today, we have a box. We have a box of life cereal, okay? And in this box of life cereal, the background of the first box is white. The second one is like, you know, kind of mixed yellow. And the third one is, um, you know, is all brown. So the life that's all white has a white mother and a white child. The second one has, that's yellow and it says cinnamon, is a white mother and a white child. And the third one that's brown says maple and brown sugar, and it's a black mom and a and a, a black child. So is you, it racist? So I'm gonna I'm gonna so I think for like all of our segments, I'm gonna make like the thumbnail the is it racist picture so yes, people can sure. just see it. Uh, I kind of have it in the first one, but it's off to the top left corner. Okay, the chicken wing with the black fist. Yes, or oh, we could post it on Twitter. So 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 my. Oh, and then we can make a poll. Yeah, we can both. We, we can, can make a poll both. called, is yeah. it racist? Yeah. And then we'll have two people vote. Right. So I'm going I'm to hold <laughs> this in front of you, and I want you to tell me, is it racist? <laughs> so this is Quaker, which is <laughs> very close. <laughs> white guy. Mm-hmm. 
Um, you know what's funny? I googled this trying to pull out this picture, uh-huh. and you know what the first thing I found was what Kellogg's apologizes for racist cereal box. So what did they do? I don't know, <laughs> but it seems like there's a trend with cereal boxes and racism. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you gotta be kidding me! That's racist. Oh come on. They considered that... Wow, you had to find that. Oh, this is like finding Waldo. It's like finding racism. Okay, can... That's not even... Wow. Can can I add... Can I add... (laughs) Okay, yeah. So you're an idiot. I'm an idiot. Yep. And then rule three should be no opinion dismissed. Uh Uh-huh. And then with create... Oh! That's what I'm saying. This is rule number four. Can we... we, enough creativity, anything is right. I think think this is the appropriate time to to come up with that rule. Because, okay, so rule one, you're an idiot. (laughs) Rule two, I'm an idiot. Correct. Rule three, don't dismiss opinions, Mm -hmm. even though we're all idiots. Right. And rule four, which is what we're seeing here, (laughs) is with enough creativity... Anything is racist because Jesus Christ, we, we're kind of adding in two cereal boxes at once, if that's okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so Kellogg's, man, I this is I pulled up more than I than I I bit off like more than I could chew here. So, oh man, if you saw this picture, it's a bunch of yellow people, and one yellow person is slightly darker than the other yellow people. <laughs> He's a slightly darker yellow and he's and he's like scrubbing the floor and now this picture is racist it's it's ridiculous um considering all these people are like shades of yellow um that's that's hilarious though now that the more i look at it the more racist it becomes that's the funny part the funniest part about this the more i look at it the more racist it becomes i was literally just thinking like look look at that hold on i gotta i gotta come over here and see let's see it's funny because he's like the only one working too. <laughs> it's like everyone else is dancing. Let's see how racist can we make it? Yeah, it's like it's like everyone Everyone's else having fun, but is dancing, and then you have a slightly darker yellow person. But now it's so clear. Like now it's it's so in my face. Did I can't see, stop looking at it. It says Uncle Willie's. Oh God, <laughs> Uncle Willie's corn on a stick. Right. I. I I, I would like to think that doesn't have anything to do with any kind of Uncle Tom or something. But uh, yeah, that's like a country. Like, but I think if you're from the country and you're black, everybody has Uncle Will. Yeah, but okay, 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 okay. It, here's the here's the crazy part. Everyone is almost the same shade of yellow except this guy. Except for him, the one scrubbing the floor <laughs> with the Uncle Willie socks. Stand on the Uncle Willie socks. This is this is funny. Oh man. Okay. Yeah, God. so that goes to prove <laughs> with enough imagination, with, anything could be racist. Yeah, um, okay. <laughs> so now, after seeing the life box cereal, that seems fairly mundane, <laughs> right? Uh, so, so is the life box cereal racist? I, I have to say, to me, this okay. Going back to innocent Michael, right? Innocent Tidwell, uh-huh. right? Innocent Tidwell says, "Hell no, that's not racist." That is inclusion into black market black people being able to market themselves on cereal boxes. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure the people who got paid to be put on that cereal box were not <laughs> upset about that. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, smile that I can tell. They now, were. if the way they're smiling, <laughs> they're paid to smile. <laughs> they, they didn't want to smile. They were upset that they were being abused. 
uh, or exploited. No, but I, so here's the problem with this segment with me. Uh-huh. I think about nine times out of ten, I want to say it's not racist. Right. Because I want to talk about it from like more of a purist oh, point of view. We can find one where it's going to definitely be racist. <laughs> well, you would have to, you would have, you have to. So I think, I think what you have to do is for my, my turns when we do is it racist, uh-huh. you're going to have to find something that's like super edgy. <laughs> All right. Right. Like even like maybe more edgier than the Trinidad one. Okay. Because this is like a no brainer to me. This is not racist. Right. Just because you have white families on certain flavored boxes and then brown maple, whatever. I mean, you could, I mean, so, so you could argue that they're trying to like, Hey, black people like this. And they did like market research. Right. And they're trying to say, Hey, white people normally have this type and black people. You're about to say my point. I love maple brown sugar and I don't know any black person who doesn't. Okay. So, so (laughs) if anything, they did good market research. (laughs) Yes. Okay. I would definitely try those light maple brown sugars. but, But you know what, you know what I would argue is more racist What is when you listen to black hip hop radio. Mm hmm. What's every almost every advertisement about? Um, lawyers. Lawyers. <laughs> if you get hit by a truck, you know, oh, call four one one pain, and oh, it's you're right, and it and it's every like in in the in the in the ads are right. done in like RG. you think it's a song. Yep. It's like call four one one pain. If they and insane, and then you're just like. Wait, is this a song or is this an ad? You no, know, I literally was jamming out to one and I thought it was the song. And then they came out with the number and I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> so so to me, this is clear black manipulation, black pan, like black exploitation, like black people are being targeted. And you want to talk about like racism? I would be pissed that black people are being targeted as, oh, black people are so dumb. They're going to call this number when they get into a car wreck. We should guess because it's catchy on a song. Yeah, but guess how guess how many of those ads exist on white people radio? When I say white people radio, I mean non hip hop stations. Probably none. None. You will not find that ad anywhere. They are totally targeting, exploiting black people. So do you even do, do they Dude, even the, have like, those those ads? Sorry, one. Yeah. I, I get kind of pissed about this because yeah. one one of those ads is like some of those ads are like. I called Ken Yuji. I got forty thousand dollars. You know, some yeah. lady is like, I got I got four hundred thousand dollars. Now I can pay my bills and got some left over. Yeah. And it's just like, what the fuck? Do they get the most ignorant people to be like or to oh, act to act like that? <laughs> yeah, and, and and like like fanning themselves with money. I can yeah. just like imagine like I know it's radio, but it's just like it's it's like now I can't promise you four hundred thousand dollars, but I will do the best I can when you call, you know, my number can if you, you get into a car wreck. Yeah. And then guess what happens? I get into a car wreck with a black person, right? They turn, they pull out in front of me and immediately slam their brakes. I slam my brakes. My brakes suck, and I tap their bumper. Uh-huh. The guy pulls over and starts holding his back. And oh, this is a real story. Yeah. Oh, the, crap. <laughs> the, the 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 cop the cop comes. He looks like a Hispanic cop. Uh-huh. And the cop gets pissed at the black person. He's like, there's no damage on your car. I'm not going to write a ticket. And then the lady gets out of the car and says, you ain't going to write no ticket. I'm going to And then she like flips out on the cop. And the cop's like, all right, fine. I'll write a ticket. Wow. So the, so the cop writes a ticket. And he's like, look, man, sorry. I'm going to write a ticket. Like <laughs> he comes sorry. to me. I'm like, dude, just do your job. I'm, yeah. I don't want to like, whatever. Just do your job. I just want to get out of the situation. And then... You know, my insurance 
you know, uh, they are like, yeah, they called like some like lawyer, like like pain lawyer or whatever, and like they called one of those like four one one pain kind of hotlines. Mm-hmm. And guess what? What? They get freaking exploited because they get like one percent of that money, and the ninety nine percent goes to the company. Yeah, that they because call. they have to pay for lawyer fees. Yeah. And all that stuff. So so God, dude, you want to talk about like different levels of exploitation? It's black actors to exploit their own kind right you want to talk uh-huh. about like you know you yeah, like oh, I get you. like you want to talk about like black people as a group because i i don't like that but i feel like that's like just for a the segment thing. of the story yeah, yeah. like y- you know it, it black people do this in, to to up to whoever they get into a car work with, and they think they're going to have some kind of big payday because they've been jamming out to this song right about mm-hmm. all you gotta do is get into a car wreck and the rest of your life is set you know yeah and and then they don't even get any of the money. And then they all, they all, at the end of the day, the only people that end up with the money is the lawyers. And I agree. Ah, it's just so frustrating. So, like, it, are there any lawyer um, commercials on white radio stations, per se? Because I don't listen. Not for car wrecks. Oh. Maybe for other stuff like divorce. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 there's, there's, like, it's just different exploitation. <laughs> it's like, did your wife leave you and take everything? Your dog, your fishing boat? <laughs> yeah. 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 No, but uh, it, it's funny. Yeah. You know, I think so I about it. It's a different kind of band. <laughs> yeah. It's a different kind. <laughs> oh, man. It's, yeah. not like, it's not like so exploitative where it's like a rap song. But you want to know something <laughs> funny? Honestly. The rap songs are dope. A lot of times, you as a black person hearing it, you don't feel exploited. But when you really sit back and think about it, then you'd be like, damn, that's exploitation. <laughs> like, uh, what is it? 413411 pay. 413411-1 pay. Like, I know that one. Bro, we should we should uh get a mix of all of the rap songs for next week. Uh-huh. We should get like see if we can get like a compilation. And play it at the beginning of our of our song <laughs> uh, for next week. That should that be our, like our intro funny. song. Yeah, <laughs> it should be one of those. For- They're getting free advertisement. Yeah, yeah. They're not official sponsor. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> All right. Cool. All right. So, um, you ready to wrap it up? Yep. So, what'd you learn? Well, um, I learned uh, don't judge a book by its cover. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really I'll tell you I I don't have anything like super noteworthy mm. besides my final thoughts are it seems like there's this new black movement that seems like almost in the wrong direction and this is from my point of view right. and the direction of that is segregation coming from black people mm. I'll call it modern black theory I don't know what the hell to call this. Right. Critical race theory. I don't know what to call it. But it, it almost seems like there's this movement between a group of people where they think segregation is the right is actually better. The other thing I'm starting to notice is there's a group of black people that are saying screw Democrats. Mm-hmm. Which I'm really kind of excited about because I don't like political parties like Republicans and Democrats. And I really like the idea that uh, black people know like, hey, we can do critical thinking. We don't need to be told what to think. And I really like that. I don't like that for my Smith & Wesson stock. <laughs> but I like that for America as a whole. Uh-huh. 
so yeah, I I feel like there's there's these two kind of groups forming, these two forks mm-hmm. of Black America. Uh, I don't know. There's probably a ten forks, right? I'm not trying to say this this describes all people, but there's definitely a group of people like your Kimberly Clasic group that are like, hey, we don't need to vote Democrat. And I saw another video today and about saying, you know, what did Obama really do for us? And people talking about that. And I was like, oh, wow, that's a that's an interesting oh, yeah, that's, thing. Did Obama really do much for black people? And, I, you know. I don't know. It's up. I don't think he did like amazing critical things, like like things specifically yeah. for us, which they, people thought he was going to do or some weird yeah. thing. Like they thought he was going to be the one to give reparations or something like that. Yeah, I think that was your best shot. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so those are the kind of two things that um, I'm taking away. Yeah, I learned yeah. about critical race theory. That was very interesting. I like your take on it as uh, as far as like debunking it and saying like. It's going to go away, if anything, because we see from where we were in 1950s, as far as like you couldn't even marry um, interracially, but now you can marry interracially. And I guess it's just as idea as ideologies die off and technology keeps improving and we're more connected, and even though we have, you know, trolls and things on the Internet, but we're more connected now. We can actually see into the life of each other more so now and we're more understanding behind each other's logic. Now, I think as time goes on and technology keeps advancing and we still keep staying connected, things will get better. I think this is like the last layer. Like this is like the final Band-Aid that gets ripped off mm-hmm. and then everything's exposed to everyone because we're so connected now. So now it's like this is the last hurdle right. for black-white relations. And something else I think, because yeah. before, so we used to get news only from the newspaper. Now we get it firsthand. Yeah. and, and, and but, but now, but now like... Racial situations are so in your face now. Mm-hmm. This is like the last hurdle. Yeah, because before it was kind of like ignored, not talked about, swept under the rug. But now it's in your face. Yeah, it's and now even, it's like the last. It's not even ignored. It's not even. It's just not told. No, yeah. like black people will be like, "Oh, this happened," and, and be like, "No, nah, that's wild. It can never happen." No, and then you're like, <laughs> "You're you're telling stories or whatever." But now, like you said, with technology, we see it. It's just in your face. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we learned a lot today. Rule number one. You're an idiot. Rule number two? I'm an idiot. <laughs> I'm an idiot twice. <laughs> rule number three, in the name of the don't podcast. Don't dismiss my opinion. <laughs> yeah, don't dismiss my opinion. What's rule number four? I think rule number four, I think this is a good rule number four. Uh, With enough creativity, anything is racist. Yeah. So don't go out of your way to make things racist. It doesn't need to be. Right. I think is the gist of that. You can't fight fire with fire, I know, but at least we can turn up the flames on. Every color person ain't dumb, and all whites not racist. I be judging by the mind and heart, I ain't really in the face. Fuck up the way that we living is not getting better, you gotta know how to survive. Crazy, I had to sell all of my loved ones to carry a gun when they going outside. Stay in the mirror whenever you drive. Overprotect the cocaine. And OD underscore podcast. Seem like the blind following the blind. Thinking about everything that's going on. I put security up in my home. I'm with my